This episode brought to you by Team Stripes Academy. Learn from some of the top officials in the world. Start today at TeamStripesAcademy.com. You're listening to the Team Stripes Podcast, the podcast for hockey referees. Each show, we discuss the world of officiating and find out that not everything is in black and white. Here's your host, Brandon Bourgeois. All right, so uh, welcome everybody back to another episode of the Team Stripes podcast. We're coming to you with a special guest who is down in California, down in the city of Los Angeles. And I'm sure many of you that follow officiating will know the name Michelle Voyer. Michelle runs the referee school down in California, and he's done a really great job. And in fact, this is going to be his 30th anniversary of the school. So Michelle, I think a lot of folks, like I just said, know about your school. They, they, they know you've done a great job, but just first of all, how did you get involved with refereeing? What's your introduction to uh, to officiating? Well, first of all, I'm a, I'm from Jonquière, Quebec, uh, and uh, I started refereeing after my uh, hockey career. I, I worked uh, playing in the junior major level in the, in the, in the Quebec junior major, and uh, I started refereeing after that. And uh, and I got involved in my local association in uh, Jonquière, Quebec. So after that. Uh, uh, when I uh, turned 25 years old, uh, me and my wife Sandra, we moved to Los Angeles, and uh, I saw an opportunity after that. Uh, I attended a couple. Uh, I went to a couple uh, ice rink, and uh, I talked to the supervisors there, the, and I said I would like to get involved with the officiating in Los Angeles. And I decided to, when I saw a couple hockey games, I said, well, we need to do a referee school here. Because in the past, uh, when I was in Montreal, I attended the, uh, the Ron Fournier School, and I learned a lot from uh, that school. And I said uh, the first guy I, I called to start the school was Ron Fournier. So uh, 30 years ago, Ron Fournier came in Los Angeles with me to uh, do a first school that we have probably 15 uh, official. And it was a great start, and uh, the hockey got better, and um, the officiating got better that year. And uh, it was uh, a great opportunity for referees to learn. And we could see the difference, some referees that attended the school after that year. Uh, and uh, it was kind of exciting for those guys in the association, local association in Los Angeles. And uh, I kept doing it, and now we had a 30th year. And uh, this year, I'm looking really forward to it for celebrate that 30 years. And uh, we have great instructors this year. Uh, uh, Rob Schick is uh, going to be involved, and uh, Bob Hall, Mike Lego, Shane Heyer, and Jake Brink from National Hockey League. And also, we have uh, uh, Don Adam, who is uh, involved in the college hockey. He's a power skating instructors, and uh, we have also Jonathan Morrison. He's uh, uh, from the G- USA Hockey Junior Program. And uh, also we have uh, our women's division because the women's hockey is uh, very big in the in U.S. and Canada. So uh, we have Jimmy Hartley Park, who's going to be uh, one of the instructors. She's an IHF uh, certified uh, referee who worked a lot of international assignments for the women's division. Last year we had 10 women at the school, and we're looking forward to have more this year. Mm-hmm. So, Michelle, i got to ask you because you know, I think a lot of listeners out there wouldn't consider – you know, California is a hockey hotbed. And, you know, obviously you've grown this camp a lot over your 30 years. And I'm just curious, I mean, looking back from the day that you, you know, you started the camp and, and you kind of move forward to today, how have you seen the game of hockey change in California? And how have you seen, I guess, uh, refereeing improve in California? 
Well, first, uh, when I first moved here, there was not a lot of hockey. We had a lot of adult hockey and uh, college, a little bit college hockey and youth hockey. was really small 30 years ago. But uh, when uh, the Kings uh, got, uh, uh, the Kings was popular, but with Marcel Dion at that time. And, but Luke Robitaille made a big difference when he got with the Kings. He got involved with uh, uh, the hockey, the youth hockey, make some appearance and everything. And that was big and it got bigger. But the big name is Wayne Gretzky. When Wayne Gretzky got uh, traded to Los Angeles, uh, everything exploded, uh, as you know. And uh, next thing you know, uh, Anaheim got a team in San Jose and all California is in the map. And, uh, uh, you know, the youth hockey uh, got 20 times bigger now. Before, we had probably only five ice rink in the Los Angeles area. Now we have probably 30. And uh, it, the, the adult hockey is a big business here, too. So the official, the, the, the official that we have to, uh, as an official, we had to improve uh, and recruit. And the school did that for a lot of, for the, the youth hockey here and the adult hockey, like I said. And, uh, and not, not only uh, the quality of the, the, the hockey got better, too, for the youth, because the midget AAA and the AAA the, the level and the junior level got better. So our officials need to get better. And also, uh, the big difference we have, the, 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 the coaches, too, behind the bench for those kids, that, uh, for those teams, uh, they all, most of them now, they're all ex-NHL players. And, uh, you know, uh, those kids, they, they, they give them good tuition, so we have to keep up with them, uh, with uh, the instructors. And uh, we have to improve a referee, and that's what I did. And was it a challenge early on to recruit referees to, to come on? And, you know, maybe I would assume a lot maybe weren't familiar with the sport of hockey until you say like Gretzky came. But was it was it a challenge to recruit referees to bring them into your program and, and really help them improve? Yeah, at first it was kind of difficult because, you know, uh, like before the Gretzky uh, area that uh, it was kind of tough. People were just, you know, refing adult hockey and be satisfied with the money they were making a bit. So... Mm-hmm. But now with the interest in, in, in the development that I put there uh, with USA Hockey, that, uh, you know, we sent some, uh, we, we took some young officials and we got them better and they got uh, better, do better hockey and they got exposure. And next thing you know, we have a couple of guys that do, uh, you know, get uh, asked to do like Kings training camp and NHL training camp, uh, the, the Anaheim Ducks training camp. And now, it opened some eyes so young, young guys. Hey, if those guys do that. They do like, uh, you know, uh, training camp and great hockey. Well, I want to do it too. So that was, that make a big difference too. And uh, we make a, we see a big difference. Uh, those kids get then, uh, also invited to big camp and junior camp back east. Uh, we have a lot of guys that officially got invited and moved during the, the, the season uh, to do some USHL uh, hockey. Uh, every year we recruit probably five or six guys uh, for the junior program. And, uh, you know, that's, that's given them something to uh, look forward to. And so you would say, obviously, there's a lot of recruitment that would happen at your camps too, where, you know, you could have a, a, somebody coming in as maybe a new to referee or sort of new to being exposed to these higher levels, and they could be seen by evaluators or supervisors from, like you say, the USHL or even the American Hockey League or even the NHL levels, right? 
Yes, we have two ex NHL, uh, two of our official mid the NHL. We have Brendan Galloway, who was at the school. He was a student before, and outside. And uh, now we have we provide a lot of. Our, not, it's not only for the NHL. Like I said, uh, a lot of guys want to do like the college hockey level. We have Don Adam for that. He's a college uh, recruit for the college. We have Jonathan Morrison from the U.S. Hockey Program that we recruit every year. Uh, for the junior level, we have the pro level, the East Coast Hockey League, the American League. We recruit guys uh, official every year, and the Southern Pro League uh, back in Florida. So uh, every year, it's uh, we feeding a lot of those leagues. But in the same token, too, the, the, we have other uh, the other official that uh, younger official that are probably 12 to probably 16 years old. They want to get better what they do. Uh, to get better and do better level uh, for and get the knowledge, better knowledge of the game as a young age, and they, uh, and also we have older uh, older ref, uh, official that uh, want to be better supervisors. You know, we provide a, a, at the school uh, a class with uh, Rob Schick and couple super Bob all the uh, how to supervise an official because it's very important to know how to supervise an official because. Uh, yeah, you know, you're going to have good night, uh, good, a good game, good night. You're going to do a great job, but some, some night it's going to be more a challenge and more difficult. So you have to, uh, approach those official after the game a certain way. And we teach that to, uh, some other, uh, some official at the school too. So I'm just curious because I, I think, uh, you know, as, as somebody who's refereed before, obviously, you know, you get different types of supervisors. You get ones that, are very uh, rigorous and, you know, very nitpicky. And then you have some ones that are more positive. I mean, what types of things are you guys telling your supervisors as lessons to move forward with? Well, the thing is, it's all, it's very important to, if they've done something right at the game, like they should, but you always start with the positive, you know? And after that, uh, it's very, if the, it, you always ask, first of all, when you visit uh, the locker room before, you ask them to give 100%, give an honest effort, always. You don't want to, an official there that if you give an honest effort, you make mistake, well, you can learn from his mistake. But the worst thing you can see for an official is to be lazy on the ice and doesn't care. Yeah. You have to care and have a positive attitude and be willing to learn and be receptive uh, to, uh, to the supervisor. So I, we tell the supervisors to... You know, started with a positive thing that the official did. And if he did something wrong, you know, you tell him, but there's a proper way to, to tell him. But also, uh, you know, uh, if an official that uh, was kind of, like I said, lazy on the ice or kind of a bad demeanor, uh, well, you got to let them know and wake them up because uh, you have three official or four official in the locker room. Uh, when you supervise everybody, uh, you know, you give pointers to everybody so but uh that's very port important to have a positive attitude yeah and uh like I, I was talking about a little bit before the show i mean certainly you guys have done a really really great job of bringing guys in and certainly it seems like your camp has grown every year and like you say it's in your 30th season now and i'm just curious i mean what what's really your your big secret to running the successful camp is it is it this 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 bringing in the nhl staff is it a focus on on, you know, classroom? Is it just having a fun time? I mean, what's what's really been your, your biggest asset in, in keeping this camp successful? Well, I always think when we have uh, the, the the school to have a good time in the same time. Every time that the, the students come at the school, they leave, they say, Michelle, I had a great time. 
It was not too uh, too much military, but we talk. We don't talk about the rule. That's mm-hmm. the very thing at the school. They can go their own seminar and talk about the rule. But at the school, we we talk about the psychology of the game, communication, something experience that uh, official had during uh, in the past uh, this past year, and uh, we can improve it. Uh, we have a lot of videos uh, that we show, uh, example that what to do, what not to do. And I think that's what get their attention. And also we have a fitness training too. That's very important that, uh, the fitness now in the hockey is very important. It's one of the key things. If you're a great skater, power skating, we teach and they love it. You know, yeah. they want to improve the skating. A lot of, uh, session on the ice, uh, or focus on the power skating and the class, the class is focused on, uh, on the teamwork, psychology of the game. Like I said, communication. And, you know, we care about the game and, uh, you know, be professional when you're on the ice. And, uh, you know what? Uh, and also uh, how to deal with pressure. Uh, right. Those officials are there. They, they do, uh, they make decision in fraction of second. And we asking some young official too that, you know, a ref at 14, 16 years old to make adult decision on the ice. We have to deal with parents. We have to deal with coaches. Sometimes they cross the line. So it's very important. And we make, them understand too and you know when you have a young official on the ice you have an adult with them as a uh, as a partner that uh, you know uh, to come the situation sometime because like i said those kids they're on the ice and they they make adult decisions you know and we put a lot of pressure on those kids at a young age so yeah. it's very important to follow up and supervise those kids and you know what like i said earlier when they have a a struggle uh, they struggle with one game to uh, be there for them and uh, tell them, hey, there's another game in the future and you'll do better. So, Yeah, because I think that's a great point because I certainly, in Hockey Canada, I mean, retention's a big issue. I mean, we lose about 50% of new referees each year, right? And so, like, you know, I think that's a great point you mentioned. I mean, talking about how you need to sort of build that resiliency for referees. I mean, you know, what, what type of, I guess, hard skills can you can you really teach these these young referees in terms of sort of dealing with that pressure? I mean, let's say you have an angry coach or something. What sort of skills do you tell them how, in, in approaching those situations? Well, before it get to that point, sometimes with an angry coach, you have to feel that, you know what, if he's angry about really something that, uh, like I'll say, the big key for an official to be a successful official, I think it's communication. Right. And even in the old days before, uh, like... Uh, uh, you know, the great referee were a great communicator. And you, and I learned from that and I see a lot of NHL game because I worked at a video replay in Los Angeles too for the National Hockey League. And mm-hmm. I see those referees when these, when these start, when the ref, when a, a coach start to be a little bit angry, they'll go at the bench and they'll give them the time of the day just to give a good, uh, you know, to give, listen what you have to say, but make a point. Yeah. And, and when, like I said, when you have a young official on the ice, it's very important. I think for me, and I, that's what I do here, my, when I s- schedule some official for any level, always have an adult on the ice with those young kids because you never know if something happened. I think an adult can be, can take over and be a mentor for that young kid. Uh, even the supervision, uh, you know, uh, we, we need to be mentor for those young officials and, uh, those coming up official, even, uh, you know, uh, like I said, communication and uh, it's a very big key for, uh, for an official. I think that's a, that's a great point. And I mean, 
in terms of communication, like I think you made a great example talking about the videos. I mean, I think we've all seen those videos where they have the mic'd up and you, know, you can really see how the referees communicate. But I mean, you know, when you're talking to these young guys, I mean, how do you encourage them to sort of communicate during the game? Is it is it ta- is it talking to players and saying, hey, you know, watch your high sticks or something like that? I mean, what what are some of the tips that they can come away with from your camp? But with the tip, the tip I give the young guys, you know, the, the, your best friend, your best friend is going to be your goal, the goalie. Mm-hmm. Me, the first time, the first thing I tell the referees on the ice, I say, listen, if you go there, the first stoppage of play, maybe have a good conversation with the goalie. Mm-hmm. When you put him on your side, because the goalie can be, you know, somehow have a temper, or he can, you know, and all the players after a save, they, they try to, you know, to protect the goalie and think and escalate pretty quick when a goalie lost his temper, so yeah. loses temper. So, so the first thing I tell my young official, every official in every league I work, I say, listen, the first guy you have to talk to is the goalie. After the first stoppage, take a couple, couple seconds, say, hey, how are you doing? Or whatever, you know, the, you talk about anything, just... Maybe, you know, you put it on your side, you put it on your pocket. So if something happened a few, uh, later, well, the goalie, you have a good relation with him. Two, you take one of the, the player on the ice, maybe the captain, maybe it's not the captain, the, the, the best person to talk to on the ice, maybe it's not the captain. Maybe you pick one player once in a while, you talk about anything uh, that happened, uh, even the pro level, I tell the guy, hey, how was the game last night? Uh, who was there? Da, da, da. You build a relation. Yeah. So that you put everything on your side and, uh, you know, you go from there. The younger official, well, we, we, that's the same thing. It's, uh, you, you talk to the, the, to the, any players on the ice once in a while. And, uh, you know what? And, and if, uh, you tell the young official, be vocal on the ice, yeah. like, uh, like you said, you give a good example, the stick start to get high. You tell, Hey, keep your stick down. Uh, you know, if the puck is really on the goalie, you, you need to be vocal. And uh, I have a I have a question for you because we we've 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 been asked I guess you know from some of our referee listeners saying hey you know I think it's it's you can communicate when you start to get to know the players but sometimes especially as an amateur official you might not know any of the teams that are playing on the ice right I mean do you have any tips to sort of build that early on rapport with with the coaches I mean certainly you gave a great example with the goalies of just saying hi you know first stoppage of play but I mean in dealing with coaches and stuff is there is there tips you would have for referees to sort of build that rapport early on and sort of start to build that relationship? Yeah, so especially in the junior level, you know, uh, when I tell the young guys, you know, look at the lineup, uh, you know, they have a, before they, they give you a lineup sheet before the game and uh, maybe uh, you get a, a little bit early, you get in the, in the front desk of the arena, you, you look at the name of all the players, where they're from and uh, the coaches, where they're from. Always call the coach by his first name. That would be a, a good thing to do mm-hmm. you know when you communicate with them with it with him and said to and the players know the players you know uh by the first name mm-hmm. me the line when i tell the linesman uh you know what when you do high level of hockey for linesmen i said it's very important that at pro level and junior level know them by the first name you deal with probably uh eight standards during the the the, the game so the, the one of the toughest thing for the for the for the linesman now is the face-off Right. So you have to build a good relation, a relation with the centers. So know them by the first name. That would be a good tip because when the, the guy, especially the junior level or lower, you know, the pro level, when they know you, you know them by the first name. So, you know, they, they, I think they react more better with you than if you say by the color of the jersey, hey, blue, your stick, whatever. So right. I think it's better to know them by the first name. 
take the lineup card and look at the name and where they're from. And, you know, you never know. You probably a guy is from your hometown. Yeah. yeah. So that, you know, build a relation right away. So, yeah. And I was going to say, because I think that's a great topic is face offs. And certainly at the professional level, we're seeing a very, you know, quite the change in, in, in how strict uh, the linesmen are enforcing those face offs. And so obviously you have uh, NHL instructors at your camp. I mean, I think you mentioned Shane Heyer as one of the NHL linesmen. I mean, what sort of tips are they, are they giving the linesmen at your camps in terms of, you know, managing these face-offs now? Well, it's, it's, it's linesmen, first of all, you have to be assertive what you do, even for referees. But linesmen, you know, be sharp what you do. Be a great skater. Try, you know, uh, uh, improve your, 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 your signal. Uh, be sharp. Uh, be vocal. Be, uh, be a good communicator with your partner. Because linesmen, the two guys on the edge, they work together. You know what? And react uh, certain situation and, uh, like I said, communication and players uh, good, have a good report with players. Especially, like I said, and uh, the face-off, that's the key thing for linesmen. Uh, have good communication with players. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and Shane is very good at it. You know, Shane did uh, his 2000 game uh, this past season. One of the six linesmen in National Hockey to do that in the history of the, the NHL. So, he has a lot of experience and, uh, you know, and uh, he's been in the school for probably 27 years already. So uh, he's bringing a lot of, uh, lot of uh, experience and a lot of uh, uh, past experience from the, the game that he worked. And, uh, you know, so far it's been great. Yeah. And uh, again, I wanted to talk about sort of your experience in educating referees, because I think, like, like I say, you, you're probably one of the top referee schools uh, anywhere now. And, uh, you know, certainly I think a lot of referees will come to your camp to learn stuff that they don't see maybe in their regular associations. I mean, from your perspective, is there is there certain things that you you might not see emphasized enough at the local association level that you kind of offer at your camp? Is there certain things that associations maybe should, should try and, uh, you know, start to improve on? Yeah, well, uh, you know what? Uh, when the associations, it's a one-day uh, seminar usually. And uh, sometimes they don't have enough time to talk about uh, what uh, that certain topic? Like I said, I'm a big, big mentor of communication, uh, teamwork, uh, be responsible on the ice, what uh, keep the game fair and safe. That's the biggest, biggest thing that the kids should know. Uh, you know, like keep the game safe. You know what? Because what I see a lot sometimes it's uh, uh, young referee they let thing escalate at a certain point that maybe they could stop it earlier with a penalty mm-hmm. especially aggra- be uh, call aggressive penalty that's that's the key word that's uh, the key thing that uh, maybe in a seminar they should talk about keep the game safe but keep uh, call the aggressive penalties mm-hmm. because those things can escalate a game to uh, make a game really south pretty quick you know mm-hmm. uh, call the stick penalty be uh, the aggressive penalties and you know what, uh, that, uh, the seminar that, like I said, uh, it's a one day thing, but that's the key thing they have to, but they have a lot of cover. You can, you can teach, uh, you can, you can learn your rule by the rule book, by reading your rule at, at home, you know, yeah. but the seminar, they should focus more on, on those things. And you know what, that make them uh, better officials. And I think that's a great topic. You talk about, I think you're sort of talking about, uh, game management and sort of impact calls, uh, is that something in your experience that really that, that comes with some time? I mean, 
I can see it, you know, being difficult to maybe instruct a first year referee and how to really manage a game properly. Is that something that you see kind of comes with experience over time? Well, you said it. It's come with experience. More game you do, more game that uh, you're going to see different, different, uh, different, uh, I mean, uh, play during the game that, you know what, you're going to learn from it. You're going to learn from your mistake. That's what a referee does. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to be all perfect, but we learn, you know, I don't want to do the same thing that I've done the last game because it got me in trouble and I don't want to do the same thing. So you learning for the past experience for, uh, you know, from, uh, bad thing that you've done, but also some good things. So, and, and also you, you learn a lot also from, uh, watching other referee work, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you go watch other games and you know what, and, uh, when you work, uh, some game that, uh, uh, certain level, when you watch an NHL game, uh, watch the referee, how they work, you know what, and you learn a lot from them because they're the, they're the top people in the world. And they deal with the top players in the world, you know, and the way they, they carry themselves on the ice, the professionals they have, how come they, they get, and it come with, uh, they, it come with experience. Everything they do, more game they do, better they are, and they learn from their mistake, like I said. No, I think that, that's, a, that's a great point. And, you know, I, I just love to talk about, because obviously we say we, you've done a great job with your camp, and it's it's really very well known. And I'm just curious, like, is there any success stories from your camp? I mean, is there any kids that, come to mind when you think of guys that went to your camp and sort of progressed to the levels and are, are reaching those professional ranks now? Yeah, I have a Brandon Galwitt. He's a, he's a, he's a linesman national hockey league that uh, came at my school like 12 years ago when uh, he, I didn't know him at all. Nobody, I didn't know him. And uh, we have a power skating class, optional power skating class on Friday morning before the school. And he took it and I said, kid can uh, skate and I'm with Don Adam. I said, who's that guy? I mean, where do you come from? So he came from Phoenix. So I called right away uh, at that time. Mr. Brian Lewis was the the director of official for the East Coast, uh, the Central Hockey League that time. I said, I have, a, I have an official for you because he's a great skater. He played a game before. And next thing you know, we hire him. And next thing you know, he worked American League. And uh, now he's in National Hockey League. So, you know, uh, Brandon, I, I didn't know him at all before. Nobody knew him. And now... It's, it's it's you know he got the exposure you know when you came to come to a school like that you have already the, the the everybody from every league are represented so if they see a young kid that you know cut their eyes we do interview with them it's not only every uh, uh, supervisors at the school and uh, they have a, a a profile from each official on the ice and they have, uh, if they like somebody, we have a hockey game too at the school, uh, the school two scrimmage, two hockey game, mm-hmm. and we publish on the ice. They're supervised by uh, uh, by uh, by instructors, and after that, if the the supervisor they like a guy they like, and they interview him, uh, you know, with their background, where they come from, da da da, what the, what they want to do in life, and uh, if they're interested to do a certain level of hockey, well. Uh, that's the, like I said, we can fast track some official pretty quick at the school. If you want to do something in uh, hockey, that's the place to be. And I'm sure some of your students must love hearing about that with the, the, the success stories of students that came to your school and have, like you say, have reached the NHL, that your students must really appreciate, uh, that coming to your camps, right? Yeah, of course. And also we have, uh, at the school, we have uh, a woman division that Mm -hmm. this year we have, uh, Last year, Jimmy Otley Park is one of the instructors. 
She's a IHF certified referee. Uh, she worked uh, the college hockey, uh, women's college hockey, and she did a Southern Pro Hockey League uh, uh, one game last year. So, and she did a lot of uh, international assignment for women. So, she'll be uh, one of instructors this year. And uh, like I said last year, we had probably ten official women or official, and this year we're probably going to have the same. But we have a special class for the for the women's. Uh, official at the school this year too so yeah and i'm just curious i mean looking at that uh uh from your perspective is there certain differences from the female game and from from the men's hockey games that you know requires a little bit of different uh, refereeing styles or what's your perception there my perception on that is the same the women's hockey that we have a lot of women's hockey the high level of hockey it's the same approach it's the same thing with everybody it's like i said i always come back to that it's always the same thought uh, thing it's communication. If you're a good communicator, uh, you'll be a successful referee in women's hockey too. So mm -hmm. uh, I know it's non-check the women's, but uh, it's certain. Uh, but it's very good hockey. Uh, like I said, uh, here in Los Angeles, well, a lot of women's hockey, adult uh, adult hockey there here too. So and also we have the youth program for women's. Uh, the the junior teams, uh, a lot of a team for women's. And the junior ducks, and uh, it's a big, big, big uh, part of hockey here in Los Angeles. And uh, Michelle, just sort of summarizing uh, the podcast here, but I'm just curious uh, for those that are interested in attending your camp, where can they find out more information? Well, you can go on the website. It's uh, c a r e f school dot com, and uh, you know what? Uh, we're there for thirty. It's going to be a thirty year, uh, thirty year anniversary, and uh, real. Look very forward to it. Uh, it's going to be a big thing, and uh, uh, we're going to have a great official that uh, we we hoping to give uh, you know give uh, opportunities a lot of referee to learn uh, the young uh, young uh, age, and uh, it's open for everybody. Uh, last year we had students from 12, 13 years old to 60 years old, and uh, everybody's welcome. And just to uh, wrap up the podcast, normally we we ask for a, a piece of advice that you might have to offer. Is there if you know if there's a young referee out there that's listening to you, what's what advice would you give to them uh, moving forward? Well, enjoy what you do, and when you step on the ice, enjoy what you do. Keep the games uh, fair, and uh, be the official that people want to work with. Have a good attitude because biggest quality that an official can have is. If somebody want to work with you, call your partner, your teammate or official that you work, I want to work with that guy. When you get an assignment, if you say, I want to work with that guy, be that person. That's, that's, that's terrific advice. And certainly, like I said, congratulations for all the success you've had at your camp. And I'm sure that we can make it to, to 60 years, 30 years more, uh, the 60th anniversary in 30 years as well. So uh, congratulations on all your success. And uh, certainly wish all, all you all the best for for your camps coming up here this summer and uh, down the road as well. Yeah, it's going to be this year. It's going to be August uh, 3rd, 4th, and 5th at the Toyota Sports Center in Los Angeles.